the Salt Cravings Masquerade. Can I take your jacket? Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, yes. Here, here's my jacket. Um, do you want the <laughs> Do you want the knives as well? The the knives in the jacket, or well, I've got. As you can see, I have one strapped to my leg here. You never know when you might need one. Um, I think for the safety of the guests, yes. Could, okay. Could you empty all of the knives, please? Sure. Let me just grab. Okay, so I'm just grab this one. I was just. Uh, let me just grab. Okay, that one. Um, and and this one. Well, this one's this one's kind of hard to get at. I don't know why I put it exactly <laughs> small on my back, but at that there's that one. Um, and then there's the ones that are in the jacket, which is there and there. Um, and then inside the jacket as well. And then oh right, sorry, the one that's disguised in the uh, flower on my wrist. Um, yeah, I'll take that. I think that should be all of them. Uh, the, the the one. Sorry, I do oh. not mean to. Oh, sorry. Yes, this one. The one that's the one that's. Oh, I I always forget to look at the underside of my like forearm. I always forget about that one. All right. Oh, and the the one between <clears throat> your <clears throat> your breasts, ma'am. Oh, oh, ah. <laughs> I see. Yes. Well, I suppose I'll just grab that, and uh... yes, have 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 lots of fun. Uh, we we offer two kinds of dances. Um, both of them are cravings. Uh, you will have to uh, think about those while uh, you are on the floor tonight. Yeah. Uh, yes. Of course. As in all masquerades, we love these cravings-based masquerades. You see, the mask isn't what you wear on the face. It's truly what you crave, what you hide behind to mask what your soul desires. Yes, I, I, I suppose it is. Um, oh shit, there's Do another you... knife in my mask. Here, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Salt Cravings, the cravings podcast where we talk about our cravings. My name's Claire. And my name's Brianna. Brianna, do you want to tell me about all of your knives or your craving, either or? Well, the knives I've clearly already given to the person at the door. Um, <laughs> I so I guess I've I've I'll just tell you about my cravings instead. The first one, I I I need a good software for designing things. I <laughs> I just need one. I need one. I need like a good free software or something like that so that i can just mm -hmm. do design work now this is for the game that i'm writing brothers in arms and i am probably to be honest just going to hire a designer but i would like just the option <laughs> of being able to do it myself and i haven't found an app that like doesn't frustrate me to the max that is like free and 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 good to to use for commercial projects you know when you're looking for a piece of software to do design what what sort of design is it because i imagine for your game it's going to be a lot of um design in the game or perhaps in design if you will god um yeah i mean it's mostly <laughs> like uh, the thing that i'm right now trying to figure out is character sheets and i want to design a character sheet mm. um, but the problem with that is it's hard to design character sheets it turns out it's like, oh yeah, well, what do I want to do? And also, like, what looks good? What can I actually do? I've not tried in design. Here's the thing. Um, I don't really know the legality of using... I've never done commercial <laughs> projects before, so I don't know the legality of, like, using a software to do a commercial project without paying for that software. I think that might be illegal. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I know you will not use InDesign. <clears throat> um, but if you were to, hmm. who who would know? I bet there's a way to tell. You know, they probably put a little stamp, put a little smiley face on everyone. If you print it out, it makes yep. you makes you happy. A little mm -hmm. little too happy when you hold it. People are gonna get your game, they're gonna be really excited and be like, why am hmm I, I'm never this know. excited. Exactly. They're gonna know. <laughs> um <laughs> No, I'm sure that there's no way for them to tell. But, like, what if there is, and I don't know about it, and they use it to um, cancel me, and by cancel me, I mean arrest <laughs> me. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> as we know, the ultimate canceling. <laughs> being arrested. Ooh, the state is canceling me by arresting me. 
Yes, exactly. I'm being um, canceled by the government. So I don't want to be canceled by the government. Um, <laughs> at least not for that reason. Why can we just make a, a new software mm-hmm. for this? Is the software something that like gives you pre-generated assets or like random generated assets? Is I'm, it something that uh... you can like draw and it'll be like, ooh, I see what you were trying to do there on this piece of paper. Here's something similar. What's I mean, the like, what's the approach? Mostly like so the thing that I've been trying to use is Scribus, which is like a open source design software. But it has some like strange quirks. One is that dealing with text in it is an absolute nightmare. Roll twenty levels of bad dealing with text. Um, uh-huh. And hypothetically dealing with text should be like one of the main things. Um, but you have to, like, in order to change the font or size, you have to, like, go into a different window and <laughs> change it twice while having it highlighted. And then it registers and then you click OK and then you can do it. It's just those sorts of things. Mostly I was just like to be able to put text on a page with some images and then some shapes or something. Probably I want to do design things, you know, all of this is to say, what if we just made the perfect software for design (laughs) Uh uh-huh so it's not only a design it's not just like a photoshop thing it's also it's like an indesign where it's a it's a templating thing maybe templating isn't the right word but uh layout design which it sounds like versus layout design uh, is definitely the thing that i'm trying to do versus like creating assets such as like a header image no yeah that's 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 stuff that i would just want to import in there you know what if we printed it out and we print Mm -hmm. everything out so we print the whole game out and then we cut it up like not not paper mache why why is my brain go though paper mache is not a bad idea okay um what is sort of a a collage a collage is what i'm thinking so we cut it up and we make like a collage and, and then the piece of software takes it in and goes Ooh, this is such a nice collage. Let me let me assemble these. Let me let me put it onto a page, and then it makes you a beautiful uh, uncollage. And we're gonna call it uncollage, where it so, takes your collage and it unifies it. You're gonna have to like help me. Through. <laughs> How does this create like a character sheet or like a or like a page for or like a book? Well, if you have all your assets already, then you can just sort of cut them out with scissors and place them on the page, oh. sort of glue them on. Take take some ribbons, sort of uh, curl it up, make it pretty, and then uncollage uh, goes, ooh, that's I, I see. I think the thing <laughs> you're referring to is a scanner. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but a scanner is like, oh, this ribbon? Oh, it's a dark shadow uh-huh. that kind of looks like cat poop, probably. Uh-huh. Versus uncollage will 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 give you the essence of a ribbon, the less so than the literal scanning of a ribbon. Right, I it's, see. It's sort of like the essence of a game. It'll still be playable, but we have to make sacrifices, like... Do we really need to understand every word, or is it yes. more about? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Is it more about the meaning of the words? It sort of is about. Well, it's both about the words <laughs> and the meaning. It's kind of both of those because words do have meaning. I would like for both of those to be present in this game, but you know, I guess it's not a huge deal if you can't read the game, <laughs> as long as you get the gist of it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely specific things that would probably... I mean, yeah, I think it would be good if the game was readable. So, But, I, you know, it's a choice that we could make for sure. <laughs> maybe uncollage. It's not the right time for uncollage. Do you have maybe a uh, a better approach or something, something yeah. we can take this from? Yeah, It's so it's a designer app. And it's a designer software, it's a designer software, and the whole pitch is, this is not going to be overcomplicated and overwhelming. We know you're dumb. We know you don't know how to do this. We know that you have no clue what you're doing. Don't worry. Here's a button for text. Here's a button for shapes. Here's, uh, Here's ways to move it all around. And there you go. And here's a way to import images. And here's a piece of paper. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> just, just you don't need the piece of paper. They just offer you one when you sign <laughs> yeah, just up. Just in case, just in case. But yeah, so what's just... your mailing address? We uh-huh. need to send you the free piece of paper that you get when you <laughs> sign up for our service. Yeah. Uh huh. So they just they just offer that. They're just like, here you go. Here's everything you need. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> The app is called Smiley Face. It's just, (laughs) it's again, extremely simplistic. Anyone who actually does design work is going to be very annoyed that the fact that it doesn't have basic shit that design apps are probably, probably have that designers use all the time. But for someone who isn't a designer, um, it's great because there's only like four buttons. And it's like, oh, there's no way I can mess this up because there's only four buttons. What are the four buttons? Text, shape, insert image, uh, finish. <laughs> <laughs> Me rapidly hitting the finish button over and over again. <laughs> yeah, basically, you use one of the three buttons to make it, and then you use the finish button. <laughs> it's possible the thing that i'm describing is microsoft paint uh the i i did have one idea we can call it designer uh sort of the same same deal as tinder where you go through profiles and and it's like a portfolio you can swipe through a port uh portfolios uh, and if you like what you see, uh, and and they match with you or whatever, then I mean, this this you get a designer, right? It's right. just a I bunch see. of people who are really excited to just do design, right? So they you're... don't really care about the pay; they more just want the the <laughs> <Exposure>. experience. <laughs> it's sort of required during every art degree. We'll we'll get the. It has sort of like a deal with every art right. school. Uh huh. This sounds you ethical. Know. <laughs> it sounds to me like the thing here is that like you're a coward and that you think that we should uh that in order to do things like design or art you should hire mm-hmm. designers and artists rather than trying to just brute force everything yourself which to me is cowardice because um, if you don't if other people if you pay other people to be involved or really if you just have other people involved in the uh-huh. making of a thing, you're a, a coward and a bitch. And you <laughs> don't understand what it's like to truly put effort into something. Truly achieve something. Yeah, if you if you get other people's help, you're a failure and your project is a failure. <laughs> and this is why all companies are failures. Not because of the unethical seas, <laughs> that's not a word, of capitalism, but because you work with people. And if you work uh-huh. with people... You suck. <laughs> exactly. I believe in the ultimate auteur theory. Every cultural product <laughs> must be the result of only one person working on it. No one else can have any other influence, or else it's fucking crap. Or else it's What's shit. The- <laughs> What's the title of your thesis again? I forgot. Um, uh, uh, one could say the title of my thesis is Detesting Authors, and one could say it's in fact about... The notion that everything is a collaborative work. One <laughs> might say that or point that out, but I, but no, 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 you didn't. <laughs> and if you did point that out, that would be working with Brianna, and that makes you a bitch, as Brianna has pointed out. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yes, so could I hire a designer? Yes, but then the game would be bad. Because I wouldn't have done the design uh. work myself. <laughs> you, I'm just <laughs> imagine you like at the end of this, working with someone, getting the finished product, just looking at it and going, "This sucks. I wish I'd done this by myself. Please leave forever and never talk to me again." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's how it's gonna go. You know, I hope you didn't expect any payment from this. I just wanted to know that you could do this. <laughs> God, nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to hire a designer. <laughs> but if anyone, you know, has 
a good design app that they like using. Let me know, I guess. Claire, do you have a craving? I left my cravings in my other pants. Go get your other pants. I mean, I assume I don't have like... any other pants. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. So then where do you, sorry, no, back up. So where do you do your cravings then? So moving forward, no, no, uh, I just my next craving. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, can you explain where, where are your cravings? Where did you put them? I invested them? <laughs> in the cravings market? I invested my cravings in the, uh, into TTRPGs. I, I became a TTRPG investor, Brianna. <laughs> I have been getting into metal uh, music uh, a lot, Uh, specifically post-metal. If you have a favorite post-metal band or sludge metal band, please tweet them at me. Trans women metal bands also welcomed. But uh, I've been getting really into metal music. I find it kind of cathartic and relaxing at times. If if I'm upset or angry, it's just a good way of processing those feelings and so what i've been craving is going to metal concerts uh, uh because i can only imagine those have some wicked energy and some fantastic drummers probably i just cannot get over metal drummers mm-hmm. holy shit the arms the strength the endurance the power <laughs> exactly that's bad. <sighs> How can I go to a metal concert, Brianna? And more importantly, how can I make a metal band perform so that I can go to the metal concert? (laughs) Well, I think, I mean, here's the thing. I really want us to challenge ourselves here in Salt Cravings. And so I don't want us to go the VR route. That's too Mm -hmm. easy. I don't want us to deal with robots. No bubbles either. No real life situations. What do you mean? Did you... There was so, <laughs> so there's this one artist who has since the early 2010s or something performed every live concert in bubbles, and all huh. of the fans also have to get into bubbles. Oh my god! So Rad. we can't do that. That's too easy. Let's think about some other ways that we could avoid transmitting the virus. <laughs> Did you have to whisper it? Well, listen, you can't, if you talk you don't about it too wake it loud, up. it finds right. you. Um, God. You know, I don't think COVID travels in water. Oh, Underwater okay. metal concert. I, so I have to go to the uh, concert. Uh-huh. And I can't breathe underwater. That's why you have a breathing apparatus. And how about the singers? They are in, I guess we can't do bubbles. That makes us harder. Bubble blocked. Is a yeah, dome uh-huh. a bubble? <laughs> but if you're in a dome, are you underwater? <laughs> so here's so here's part one. The band members have to quarantine together for two weeks. Beforehand. Okay, we're back to the island. <laughs> and then they have to go into this dome. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And everyone around is underwater. They have their breathing apparatuses. The The music is just sort of comes through the water. You're all the water distorted. Yes, it's now hyper post metal. (laughs) The hyper makes it waterproof. It's waterproof metal. Exactly. I'm glad you understand completely. Um, (laughs) That's my idea. Is everyone's underwater? Um, I would go to an underwater <laughs> concert. I think if you wouldn't, you're a coward. I'm really into calling people cowards <laughs> these really? days. <laughs> it's it's all about bravery on this show. And if if you uh, if you want to be brave, go underwater and don't fucking ever work with anybody. And that's how you be brave. <laughs> uh huh. Yes, exactly. I guess there's potential other things that could be done, but that's that's my idea. Do you have ideas? Of course, the, like, simple one is always, like, a Zoom concert, but also yeah. not Zoom, because I hate Zoom. But it's not the same. I want the stench. I want yeah. the, like, vibrations in my body. And I want to, most importantly, look at the amazing biceps of metal drummers. Uh-huh. That's, no, that's an important part of it, for sure. 
and um, leg muscles. Have you seen how many leg movements they do? I have it's not, a lot of I, movements. I've not listened to a lot of metal, and therefore I'm not super based in, like, I don't have a huge knowledge base for how sexy metal drummers are. <laughs> Can I send you one song that uh, maybe I'll play for a little bit? All right, get ready for some post-metal, everyone. Let's fucking go. I'm just going to play a little bit of Monument by Rosetta. So strap in. see you bop in your head um but a little it's sort of like it's like you're at a like a wine and cheese tasting and you're really just there for the cheese and you're like yeah this is wine yeah i guess this is wine (laughs) yeah i i get why you like it um i do yeah it's very loud um it's really wine it's just such wine If you're into wine, it's probably good wine. <laughs> um, okay, so I see how that might get distorted in like water. And I also I see how you want to see that that's you, know, you pop it off, you know? There's a lot of energy involved. Yeah, for sure. What if electricity aurochs? Okay. Creatures made of electricity. Okay. I see. <laughs> because then then they can make the music with their bodies. Yeah. I think that, that I think that, that could work. My thought was time travel. <laughs> I love the time travel. So are you just being like go back to when it was safe to yeah, go to concerts? Buddy. I think metal could help you time travel. In what way? I didn't expect to have to explain it. Um, <laughs> I... That's okay, because I already know how. It's because there's so much friction that yes. the energy disruption in the phase delimiter um, is interrupted it's in such a of... way to allow temporal spacing yes. uh, between the individuals. Remember when Superman goes the other way around the Earth so fast <laughs> yes. that he goes back in time? <laughs> Uh huh. I remember that. It's that principle. Okay. With met with. Okay, here's how metal works. goes because so metal, fast, right? Because this this metal and and is so like overwhelming and mm-hmm. like sensory overload that it'll confuse time and space, and it won't know when to put you. You know, so you just you just listen to metal and try and warp to a to the right time. It sort of just knocks you the fuck out and you wake up in a different time. No, it's like it you blast it and then the area uh, around uh-huh. you starts changing to be a different time. That's extremely discerning. What is the parameters to the metal that requires, like, what is it required to have to do the time travel? Is it more drum? Is it more guitar? How many people have to be in the band? Is there a minimum, maximum? It's like, it's like a feeling when you feel overwhelmed and like you can't handle all the the sounds that are happening, but it is a little bit difficult to tune when you are exactly going to get to, you know? So. Yeah. And also if I needed the metal music to do the time travel, we're kind of just back at the like getting the metal music. Yeah, that is, the, that is, that is a good point. Inverted metal concert. Okay, tell me more about that. Well, originally I was like... (laughs) So you sit in a box 
And then the band members are around the box and play into the box. Uh-huh. Uh, and you're in the box. So instead of them being in a box playing out to you, who I guess you would also be in a box if we're thinking about concerts as boxes, which I kind of was, they are outside and you just take, you get five minutes. It's it's sort of like how you can get tasters of food. You get taster of concert. Where I it's see. like, here's five minutes of concert. You can stand in the room for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next person comes in for their concert concert at. That's a, yeah, that could work. Sure. You, you get one song. I've got an idea. Uh-huh. Crystals. <laughs> Okay. Crystal is this like underwater? Can... Is no, this... no, no, no. Crystal. Are we wear... in the crystals? Everyone wears a crystal that is powerful enough to to protect <laughs> to you from COVID. Scare COVID. Okay. Yes, exactly. A, cri- a crystal that can protect you from COVID. Sort of a crystal vaccine, and then everyone's safe, and you can go buck wild as long as you don't lose your crystal. Because if you lose your crystal, mm-hmm. then you're fucked. But. I'm I'm sure the crystals will sell great. I'm sure there will be a lot of people who really want these crystals. Uh-huh. Yeah, they they definitely will. Do you have a craving that crystals would help solve? Can no. I sell you a crystal to help with your next craving? Crystals ain't gonna help with this one. Um, <laughs> anyone who follows me on Twitter knows that I have recently been trying to find a game to play with Ash. Um, so for, for background, Ash and I, for Ash being my girlfriend, she's probably listening to this. Hello. Hi, Ash. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um. Shout out to Ash. Okay, that's wah, enough. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, we don't, we don't need to, we don't, <laughs> we're good. Um, we. Hey, Ash, guess what? We're still on it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about Ash. <laughs> Um, I basically, we've been playing Stardew Valley for, Mm -hmm. uh, at least a couple of weeks, maybe like a a month or so at this point. And we, we sort of did everything. We finished Stardew Valley. I got every, um, achievement in the game. Um. Oh oh my God. Yeah. Like all of them. We did everything in that video game. We didn't beat the arcade games because those are literally impossible to do in multiplayer because time doesn't stop. Oh, um, right, yeah. But we did everything else, basically, so we ran out of things to do in that game. But we really have enjoyed kind of our, like, nightly, or, you know, when, when we get a chance, like, like nightly things where we just, like, play a game for, like, a couple of hours to wind down. It was really, really nice. And so now we're looking for a replacement game, because, like, the other thing about it is that, like, Stardew Valley's multiplayer is pretty simple. You just click a invite friend button, and it pretty much works a lot of games that are of that type of variety are harder to do multiplayer with so we're trying to find a replacement that has easy multiplayer that's a good chill time to wind down and that's fun to play with a partner hmm. i've i've got some really good suggestions um that i'm gonna well, look what into. are your suggestions well no i i got i received some suggestions that i'm gonna look into astroneer seemed fun um, astroneer yeah it's like in space some people talked about Terraria. I tried Terraria. Couldn't figure out the multiplayer. Oh, Astroneer looks like No Man's Sky, but like yes, more cartoony. Yes, that was cartoony. another one. No Man's Sky was a was another suggestion. And I'm like, okay, maybe. I just need like Stardew Valley, but more. <laughs> Stardew Valley is a very big game. So I know that's a big ask. But what if Stardew Valley, but more? <laughs> how could I make, how could, what game could replace the Stardew Valley shaped hole in my life. So what about Harvest Moon? <laughs> is that easy to do multiplayer? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't but know. But we either. can make it multiplayer. True. I guess they do have that the that new set of like these the Harvest Moon games by the Harvest Moon developers, but they're not called Harvest Moon because they lost the ability to call it Harvest Moon, but Harvest Mun Harvest Harvestman. It's uh, Mr. Harvestman. Yeah, I think they're called Story of Seasons, is what they're called. But yes, Harvest Moons for multiplayer. If we were to just, what if we, what if we just made a game? What if we simply just made a game? 
<laughs> We've made so many games, Brianna. What Have is we? the idea? <laughs> Haven't we? Have we Are made we? Stardew Valley but more? I mean, what more do you want? What more could you ask of Stardew Valley? More? <laughs> uh-huh. What if it was infinite? Damn. Okay, in what ways? Infinite farm. <laughs> like you just had more space or Here's some things that I could that I will do to make Stardew Valley more. Here's my pitch. You beat Stardew Valley, you get all the things, you do it, you do the thing, and then farm two opens up and it's harder and there's more of it. <laughs> and there's another town with all new characters. You thought your grandfather left you a farm you had to rebuild? <laughs> Joke's on you. Your great-great-grandmother left you a temple farm that you have to work from the ground up to restore. Yes. Uh-huh. There you go. Yes, exactly. It's Star 2 Valley is what it's called. <laughs> Star 2 Valley. You've been invited back to the city and now you have to manage the agriculture of the whole city. Uh-huh. It's so much more. Uh-huh. Yes. You just do City Skylines. That's probably not multiplayer. City Skyline, definitely not multiplayer. Has people done, like, farming sim type thing, but it's high fantasy? Hmm. And multiplayer, boom. You're an elf, and you've got a farm. <laughs> your elven crops. Uh-huh. Your elven crops. And you live what in What are a... the elven crops? What what crops do elves grow, Brianna? Lembus spread <laughs> wheat. <laughs> uh, grapes, I think they drink wine. Um, <laughs> magic mm -hmm. crops. Is that a specific crop? Or is it it's a general? category of crops. There's three categories. Instead of just fruits and vegetables, there's fruits, vegetables, and magical crops. <laughs> um, how, how many servings of magical crops per day do you have to eat to have a healthy diet? One. Damn. That's how powerful they are. They You just eat one, and it fills you up for the whole day. That That really takes over your diet, then. Yeah, it's a it's a specific sort of path. And then the town that this has has like all sorts of different types of fantasy people and they're all cool. High high fantasy Stardew sounds cool. All I got for you on the real answer is you should play ESO with me, but that costs money. But the it's, game Does ESO replicate the experience of Stardew Valley? It replicates the experience of Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I don't know if you would argue I mean here we go. A Skyrim mod of for Stardew Valley. <laughs> Skyrim Valley is really good. S Skyrim Valley. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. They've modded Skyrim to hell, but have they added farming yet? Probably. Pro probably. Yeah. But now probably. it's now it's just full on like you just settle into town. So you're playing okay, here's the pitch. You're playing Skyrim. It's all normal. Everything's normal. You get to a specific town. <laughs> um and someone's like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> You must be this person. Your grandfather left a farm for you. And they're like, would you like to accept? And if you say yes, it becomes just straight up a farming simulator. And no longer are you playing <laughs> Skyrim. You're now just playing Skyrim. You <laughs> just teleport? <laughs> yeah, it Does just Does a dragon becomes... come and pick you up? Like, how do you get to the farming simulator? Do you, you leave out. Skyrim? <laughs> you black oh, okay, out. And good. then you wake up in this house and it's like, all right, time to farm. And you just, you're playing a, a farming simulator now. You've been taken hostage by the Daedra and they're like, get to farming, asshat. <laughs> I don't think it's like a, you chose to, to take over your grandfather's farm. Turns out your grandfather was Daedra. Joke's <laughs> on you. I don't think it has you. to be cursed. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you're farming Daedra crops. Tell me about what some of the Daedra crops are. Um, poison. For, for um, those who don't know Elder Scrolls, Daedra or demons. Let's see. There's the Oblivion fruit. If you eat those, you will turn, you will go to Oblivion or you will shatter into Oblivion. We're not quite sure. Translations don't always match up. Uh-huh. Um, the other ones include hard carrot. Very similar to normal carrot, 
but extremely hard. Great. Almost impossible to actually eat with uh-huh. teeth. So um, what, hang on, what would you, can I just, <laughs> just back up, what would you eat it with? <laughs> you, you, first you cut it and then you just kind of make sure like there's nothing pointy and then you just swallow it. It's like it's like puffer fish. If you eat it the wrong way, it's probably going to get lodged into your esophagus. It's hard carrot. Um, yeah. And so the other thing you can eat is is mortal flesh. Now, I know it sounds like you're eating the flesh of mortals, uh-huh. but it's probably not that. Uh-huh. I have it on good authority from my Daedra grandfather that mortal flesh is a naturally grown uh, organic crop of, of the farm. It does taste very meaty, but I assume it's just sort of one of those vegetables that is that way, you know? I mean, that's the slogan, right? It's the meatiest crop you'll ever get. Normal. Those are some good, those are some good crops to plant. And then you can have conversations in the town with Mm -hmm. people who have, um, much like in Sturdy Valley, like two lines of dialogue. And occasionally, (laughs) if you talk to a guard, they'll do the whole like Elder Scrolls guard type of thing. Where they're like, <laughs> stop, thief, you violated the law, and stuff like that. It's my um, favorite part of Stardew Valley. It's yeah. when Lewis comes up to you and goes, you fucking coward, you violated the law because you worked with other people. <laughs> I'm never living that one down. I mean, there are ways that you can piss off Lewis, which honestly you should. Fuck that dude. Um, Just start calling him Louis. Yeah. Oh, I, that was one of the things that I did. I started calling Vincent Vinny and Louis Louie. Um, <laughs> re- referring to a child as, hey, Vinny, yay, it's Vinny. Yeah, it's pretty good. Skyrim Valley is really gonna, really gonna take off. Is it first person still? We're locking you into first person. We want yes. you to get your hands dirty. And unlike Stardew, where planting and watering and stuff is quite easy, it takes... You have to do a whole animation to plant a crop, and then you have to do a whole animation to water it, and you do it one at a time. And we are doing VR, so you can just, like, start far- like, you can just, like, get in there with your hands. Yes, exactly. Um, You wanted to just get VR with your girlfriend and do farming, right? Yeah, that's what I- that's absolutely what I wanted. Right, Ash? Um, Hi, Ash. How's Ash? (laughs) Craving solved. Watch for Skyrim Valley to be released soon. Okay, well, uh, I, gu- I guess craving? I'll go into my yep. Uh huh. I'll go into my next craving. One thing that I have noticed at work and in our culture at large, leaders aren't supposed to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yes. Otherwise, they're a failure, and Otherwise, they should not be leader? a leader. Why are if- they a leader? If leader make mistake, then why leader? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, right? Leader infallible. <laughs> and if leader does make a mistake, they didn't because leader infallible. My craving is to acknowledge that leaders can make mistakes. Uh-huh. And when I say leader, I I mean like at any capacity, whether that's like a community organizer or like literally just a role model mm-hmm. or literally a CEO. I think allowing people to take ownership of mistakes is the easiest way to promote growth. I think so, too. So this is a pretty simple craving. You just want to entirely change the way that our culture <laughs> thinks about kind of a core part of the culture and just completely uh-huh. reshape yeah. exactly how our culture functions around messing up and leading. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, pretty basic. I'm glad you stuff. understand. Um, I'm glad you got it. <laughs> so yeah, so when we're proposing like kind of an entire change and reorganization of our culture, um, uh-huh. I know exactly how to do that. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sort of an expert on on this. And as a leftist, I'm really good at making sure that my ideas take off and become popular. Um, and definitely, and really good at making sure people get along and don't infight. Those are some of my skills that I picked up from being a leftist. Um, and so this is really right within our wheelhouse, I think, Claire. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so I have a good idea. What if we made it illegal to criticize people for their mistakes? Perfect God. idea. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we can't immediately go into dystopia. No, you're right. Okay, here's we can't what we do even instead. pretend that that's a good idea. I have a, I have an idea. 
leaders now, if you want to lead anything, if you want to lead literally <gasps> anything at all, you have to have a publicly available list of your mistakes. Oh my god. All okay. of them throughout your life. I was going to make the mistake schlenmark, which is like an exclamation mark, but it, it, it floats above your head, and every time you make a mistake, it lights up green. Normal. Um... <laughs> And then and it then, adds and it then, automatically to the list to of mistakes the list. that you made. Exactly. Uh-huh. And every so often, everyone can check. They can go on to mistakes.com, and they can <laughs> look up, all right, this person, click on this person, this leader. Okay, they've made these mistakes, and it has a list of all the mistakes you've made, and also how you've uh, atoned or held account. You've been held accountable for them. I, I, yes. I went to mistakes.com forward slash Brianna, and I see here that you worked with people, and so I'm gonna have to hold you accountable to this. You fucking coward. <laughs> oh yeah, well I went to I went to mistakes.com slash Claire and I saw that under mistakes it was making the same joke over and over again. Um and so I'm gonna have to hold you accountable for that one. Uh got him. <laughs> My favorite form of accountability is deflecting and pointing the finger at someone else and saying that they should be accountable. <laughs> Good job, everyone. We've done it. We've recreated the problem. There's literally just two of us. We're not leaders of anything, and we automatically recreated the problem that we're trying to address. <laughs> So we're off to a great start. We're doing um, fantastically. What if we hold workshops? <laughs> yep. That I like always it. works. I, la I laughed, but I think a 10 to 15 minute workshop once a year is really enough to uh, just get the ball rolling. You know, it's, it's not about <laughs> what happens in the workshop. It's about the growth that happens after the workshop. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> God. Are we just making ourselves sad? I, yeah, I'm, I'm making, I'm a little, I'm gonna, not gonna lie to you, I'm gonna take accountability for this, I'm a little sad now, um, because, because, like, let's be real here, the, the thing that you're talking about is, like, a, a good thing, you know, like, this idea that we should be able to own our mistakes, we should be able to be like, yes, I made this mistake, it's important that we, we recognize that leaders make mistakes all the time, leadership is hard, it's easy to make mistakes, all of this is important stuff and is good stuff and is stuff that I think like in certain spaces we are starting to work on. Mm -hmm. But in the culture at large, it's kind of a really hard one because there's this idea of like the idea that a leader has to be superior, which is garbage. Mm -hmm. It's a pile of shit. And if I knew how to enact widespread societal change, we would live in a different world. But I don't. Everyone would listen to me and I would be a leader and I would make uh -huh. mistakes. And I would need to be held accountable. Brianna, but if you made a mistake, you'd be canceled. And as a trans woman, that means Aww. you wouldn't have any friends and you'd be expedited from all your communities and you would be I think the sad. word that you're I think the word that you were looking for was excommunicated, <laughs> but expedited I was is also really, great. I was really hoping you'd ignore that. <laughs> No, I like expedited because it really describes the speed at which you can get ejected from a community. It's just I hope my community yeah. expedites me out. <laughs> anyway, robots. They never make mistakes. I, for one, welcome our new robot leaders. What happens if the robot makes a mistake? They blow up. Oh, wow. So what if people blow up when they make a mistake? <laughs> I think that's the opposite of what we're trying to get. If you blow up, if you make a mistake, then the only people who are around are the people who haven't made a mistake. Ergo, leaders who are left have never made a mistake. And then it's fine because everyone hasn't made a mistake. And so there doesn't have to be accountability because who needs accountability when everyone's perfect? Because that's how that works. There we go. We fixed it. How do you make it so that leaders are accountable for their mistakes? Make it so that no one makes mistakes anymore. You don't need accountability. No more accountability. The best solution. <laughs>
Yeah, I truly have nothing on. I'm sorry. We could go dystopian. I think we've gone dystopian. When it comes to like truly solving these, I'm glad we talk about them. I'm glad we bring them up. But do I have ways to enact large, widespread societal change? Absolutely not. Do you have anything that you want to see change on a small scale that would impact this eventually down the road? Um, I think in general, we could just center on our own. Were you going to say chill out? Vibe no. out? Just like, <laughs> just vibe. I mean, I think the actual probably answer is here is like, how do we determine that people are leaders? What mistakes can leaders make and still be considered mm-hmm. leaders? I feel like these yep. are questions that need to be answered. And like, I feel like asking a lot of questions is probably a pretty good first step here is like, okay, well, what does it mean when we say like, oh, leaders should be accountable for their mistakes? What is the threshold of mistakes? What are the types of mistakes? How do people be open about like the fact that they've made mistakes, right? How do you do these things? How do you democratize these processes? How do you do all of this? Um, these are good questions that I think like are easier to work out on a small scale and probably don't just like you can't just like scale it up but you can at least talk on a small scale like well what does community mean what does leadership mean and what does accountability look like which i think i want to say i think like the talk about kind of prison abolition and stuff like that recently and like what would a, a world without prisons look like and what would that sort of thing look like i think at the very least got some of those conversations rolling which was great to see mm-hmm and then, for some reason, stopped. I'm sad again. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Good things have happened, actually. Sometimes you can listen to sad things. And sometimes you can laugh at our funny haha podcast. Uh, I don't know, maybe accountability <laughs> butts and uh, robots. Uh, sorry, wait, what? 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 What's an accountability butt? Uh, uh, chemicals. Juice. <laughs> Um, we are, uh... No, I want to, I want to hear about accountability butts. It's, um... <laughs> no, say it, say it. I don't know what you were gonna... Just say it. It's called spanking. And that's <laughs> all, no! everyone. Um... Oh, no! That is salt cravings. Salt we cream. don't endorse spanking. Just want to be clear. Do not hit your kids. Do not uh... hit your kids. Do not do that shit. Um, I will find you and get very angry at you. Unless you're into spanking, if it's your kink, then fine. But don't I, spank your kid, be, even I, I, even I if you're into the, spanking. <laughs> I love being in a world in which we have to clarify that Salt Cravings does not, in fact, endorse spanking your children. But does endorse spanking your partner in a consensual manner. Yes. And that's and us that's taking accountability for our mistakes. Shall we, shall we, uh, get out of this ballroom, this masquerade ball that is salt craving? Yeah, it's kind of stuffy. It's, uh, starting to stink a little bit, you know? Yeah, let me just, uh, um, let me just go up to the door and just get all my knives back. Um, do you need all of them? Do you really need all of them? Do you you need all of them? Yeah, of course. I'm just going to be putting my knives back on while we go through What's this one for? Yeah, no, this one's for cutting fish, actually. Um, that's I just always oh, wow. keep it on hand. That's um, very specific. Well, this has been Salt Cravings. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on social okay. media, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at right, Salt Cravings. Got it cravings. on my ankle. Okay, got that one. Um, <laughs> if you want to send in a submission, you can do that by emailing submissions at saltcravings.com or tweeting, Facebooking, or Instagramming at us sending us the message tell yep. us about your craving all right uh, the forearm be... one i always forget about that one um <laughs> there'll be links in the description for uh donating to various causes or individuals in need uh and there will Can't be forget about the uh, boob one that's important <laughs> um <laughs> great follow-up and finally, uh, you can go like or like, subscribe, comment, uh, rate us on any iTunes or Stitcher or whatever uh, right. that lets you comment now yeah. and give us a five five star and say boob knife because everybody loves a boob knife. Any, right, anything you want to close on, Brianna? Anything that any other last knives? Oh, shit. I forgot the ni- the jacket that has all the knives in it. Let me just grab that. We'll just be here for a little bit.
right. Gonna, clap. I guess, clap. I'm gonna be real. I only use the front claps. We don't have to clap. Nah, it's uh, tradition. It, okay. All right. It's tradition. Uh, 35. Yep. How are you? <laughs> I'm, um, tired. I, I was uh-huh. trying to... I was trying to do design work today for Brothers in Arms. We'll get into it on the podcast. It's going to come up. Um, Oh, design work. Have you thought of hiring a designer? (laughs) I might just like be like, I might. Yeah. You could kickstart it. Who's going to donate to a Kickstarter for a first time game designer? Uh, I mean, I imagine there are a lot of people who would like try to support like i think there are a lot of people who like have the funds who could be like this is a cool idea and i want to see this come to fruition aka the point of kickstarter i suppose (laughs) you could use indiegogo instead i don't know we'll see i might i might do that route or i might just like you know give pay just pay, pay a designer in favors. Pay the, no, pay the designer and then like hope to get it back in terms of sales. That is uh that is uh an investment. That is how investment works. Congratulations, Brianna, you've become a TTRPG investor. Oh, uh, what a die. <laughs> uh yeah. How are you doing? How are you doing? Tell me about how you're doing. 